Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And welcome to the Fat Lot of Good podcast. I'm your host, Helen Thorne. I'm a comedian. I'm a writer. I've got massive boobs and very, very wobbly thighs. But I, I love my body. Joining me today, I'm very thrilled. It's the wonderful Reverend Kate Botley. Hello to you. Well, hello. I'm thrilled to be here. We are sitting in uh, the very glamorous setting of the BBC Cat. Is that right? <laughs> the Strictly Come Dancing Glitter Ball is just around the corner. <gasps> if, you, if you listen carefully, you can hear its presence. Oh, we're going to do a tango after the after the podcast. Wonderful. Um, now, would you introduce yourself? So, my name is the Reverend Kate Botley. I am a priest in the Church of England, uh, but I also faff about on the telly and the radio. Um, so, I do things like I did a reality TV show called Gogglebox for a couple of years, but I also have my own Radio Two breakfast show now on a Sunday morning, which is very exciting indeed. Wow! I know, right? I'd my ne- mother tells people in supermarkets it's unbelievable. <laughs> she like people go, "Do you need any help with like the?" The girl behind the teller goes, do you need any help with your packing? No, my daughter's on the television. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she don't care, Mom. She don't care. She you just are wants the to, Messiah. Yeah, she just wants you to know if you've got a, a bag for your mates. I'm not the Messiah. I'm just a very naughty girl. You are a naughty girl. <laughs> and we love you for it. Now, you you burst onto our TV screens. When was it? 2014? Oh, yeah. I think it must have been 2014 on Gogglebox. And that was an amazing thing to do. What happened was I did a flash mob uh, that went viral on YouTube. So I married a couple called Ga- uh, Gary and Tracy, which was a wonderful wonderful wedding uh, pronounced them husband and wife the music started I danced they danced everybody danced it got 10 million hits on YouTube um, and uh, yeah from there the phone started ringing and people started saying would you like to come and show off on the telly properly and who's, who doesn't want to do that I'm a have desperate have you thought to be on the off. telly yes I have every yes, day I thought you'd never ask <laughs> already prepared my Oscars speech what do you what do you take me for and, and so can you tell us a bit about Gogglebox because I mean I remember it very fondly and because I, I'm a, a daughter of a vicar, to see somebody in the dog collar just being normal, just hanging out, not, not you know, preaching from the pulpit, not, not head tilt, you know, let us pray. I mean, it was, it was amazing kind of transformation uh, for the image of the church, basically. Well, that head tilt that you talk about, we got on a special course at Vicar's School oh, to I, learn I, how I to do so. the head tilt. Mm. Hello. And the voice. Um, anyway. Yes, love love <laughs> some Lovely of your day, isn't biscuits. It? Yeah. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, what happened was, um, of course, I'm a desperate show off. Of course, uh, you know, I, I don't mind being looked at. I love all that sort of stuff. But actually, for me, there was a bigger thing going on where I thought there might be an opportunity to just say, do you know what? 
Vickers are normal people. We're yeah. just like everybody else. We sit on the sofa and shout at the telly. We have a dog that passes wind at the side of us. You know, we have husbands that we argue with or wives that we argue with. We're just normal people. Do I think anyone's going to drop on their knees in front of Friday night telly and think, see the light and go, I suddenly believe, hallelujah. Of course not. What I do think is they might go, she seems like she's a normal person. Perhaps if I ever need a clergy person, perhaps at a funeral or, or a, a time in life where you need someone to talk to, perhaps that might just make the door a little bit easier to open. Mm. did backfire slightly, though, um, because quite a lot of people thought I was a strippergram for a while. Right, yes, which, the um, naughty vicar kind. Which I just yeah. kind of said, you know, well, I'm not, but I'll do pretty much anything for 50 quid. Yeah, well, Obviously. I mean, that's very good value. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> Look at her. Look at her. Look. I can see her cleavage. I mean, I know, I'm so sorry. I've just whipped my dog collar off. Uh, I just, I thought, oh, I've had enough of my high neck. So that's the hard, hard bit. Yeah. Because you kind of whip it off. But my husband says he, he thinks it's God's sort of little joke that I am blessed so mightily, but I have to wear a high neck for a living. Oh, I know. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you've got, you've got a bit out in front. Yeah. As, as I do. And the high neck is, is the it's, big no-no, it's isn't it? It's not a good friend. And no. I remember when those shows were on in the 90s about how to, what to wear and how to dress. And they were saying, if you're blessed up top, you should always wear a neck and I was like I wear a dog collar for so yeah. I was thinking of getting like a peephole one yes I mean I think <laughs> it's that's a collar with a peephole <laughs> That's Again, terrible, isn't it? People the, will pay for that. The bishop's not listening. There are websites for that sort of thing. They keep telling are me. There? Ooh, that's my Friday night sorted. Thank you, Kate. Yeah, no, but I don't think I'll get through your nanny filters. <laughs> Would you like to explain your relationship with your body oh. now, today? Well, I think if me and my body were on Facebook, we'd tick complicated. I think that's what <laughs> I think that's the box we'd tick. Yeah. Like lots of people, you know. Um, so sure, I'm very sure I'm only five foot. Well, I'm five foot two if you ask my doctor, because that allows you an extra half a stone on your BMI. But I'm actually five foot. Let's just say that um, five foot. And um, I started developing um, blessings and boobs and bottoms um, when I was a, a teenager, quite a young teenager. And because I've got very fair skin, I got stretch marks quite early, which I thought you only got when you had babies. So I was just mortified that my growing body was covered mm. in these stretch marks. And the girls in PE didn't seem to have that. You know, the, the glamorous netball girls that never picked me to be their friends yeah. just didn't seem to have those when they got changed in the changing rooms. Yeah. And so I was I felt a bit weird about that. Um, and I remember we used to, I, I don't know if it's the same for other people, but we used to go on, when we went on holiday as little kids, we would just wear bikini bottoms and run around on the beach. And I remember very clearly the holiday where I thought I can't do this anymore um, and I insisted on wearing a bikini top with my bottoms and I, I remember feeling very starting to feel very self-conscious about my body that it's it, it's not tall and it's not skinny and it's got lumps and bumps and stretch marks and and my stretch marks stretch all the way from my labia all the way from there yeah. all the way up to sort of just below my neckline they go all the way yeah. um, it looks like a map of the underground let's face it um, and I just thought that was really weird. I yeah. just just couldn't couldn't get my head around that 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 is something that lots of people have. So yeah, I'd like to say it's a love hate relationship, but it's mostly a hate relationship, really. It's a really it's really sad. I I was the same. I remember. I feel like one morning I woke up and I'd been slashed in the night. I had deep purple ones on my abdomen, underneath my forearms, behind my knees, like all over, and no one else had it. And they probably did. I just I was so conscious and you know again being Australian and everybody in bikinis and sports and netball I think netball keeps coming up in this podcast does it evil it's netball. one of the no I, it's know not what, evil but know, yes. netball's a great game and the thing was I love team sports yeah. but was not particularly sporty mm. so I didn't get 
picked but wanted to join in because I like the whole thing of people doing something. I like a group of passionate people together, with the exception of the Nuremberg trials, you know, and, and <laughs> Nuremberg rallies, rather. I like, a, I like a group of people who feel passionate about something. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I, and it was only when I went to university and I fell in with the ladies' rugby team that I suddenly worked out that actually there was a place for me in that because we got the skinny lasses at the back running running the back we needed some chunk up front you know and I was prepared to fulfill the chunk up front role and actually all the things that had been a a disadvantage in things like netball suddenly became the thing that people wanted me for short and round and and stocky bloody strong yeah and determined and and gritty and you know if I was a dog I'd be like a little pit bull (laughs) um you know sort of you know tenacious tenacious terrier so at that time like did you feel a transformation like going into your 20s a bit more love for your body or was it no I mean it's one of those things isn't it where you look back at photographs of yourself in your early 20s you think what on earth was I worried about I know what on earth was I worried about two babies down you know uh, it's a train wreck let's face it you know it's a mind it's a mind mess Um, and you look I look back at pictures of myself when I was like 19 and I just think honestly what so what I did so what I did a few years ago when I was um, just just coming out of my 30s was I was looking back at these photographs of me at 18 19 thinking what on earth was I worried about um, and so I decided that perhaps when I look back at photographs of me in my late 30s now early 40s I might think the same when yeah. I'm 80 I might look back and think what were you worried about 39 you look great so um so I had a series of boudoir shots done I had a series of naked photos done not for anyone else just for me just so that when I am god willing 80 or 90 I can look back and go oh my word you look spectacular. What were you worried about? Yeah. You know, but what I want to get to is the point where actually it's not the looking back that makes me think that. It's actually looking in the mirror in the morning going, oh, wow, look at you, you great mountain of a woman. <laughs> <laughs> now, you have, a, you have a teenage daughter, so, of course, Two. that must trigger those sort of feelings and about her relationship with her body. How do you talk about your body or talk about her body? Well, she's amazing. I think... I have such hope for the next generation. She's 17. She's also got alopecia. So um, coming to terms with that, with with her hair falling out was really interesting. But she calls me out all the time. Like I didn't realise how body body prejudiced I was, not just against myself, but other women. And she will call me out on it. I like her. Every Let's get her on the show. Every single time. And she'll go, Mum, you can't say that. And I'll go, no, you're right, I can't. No, you're right, I can't. And she'll say, to, and I'll stand and look in the mirror and she'll go, you look great, Mum. Oh, my God, And cry. she's just, honestly, I have such hope for that generation coming oh. through because they are so positive. Yeah. Um, and she, yeah, she calls me to account when I talk badly about myself. Um, and... Yeah, she's just like my little Jiminy Cricket on my shoulder, um, encouraging me. You've raised a good one. Well, she's done it herself as well. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, it's 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 nature, nature and nurture, isn't it? But she is so inclusive and so positive, and I have such hope for that generation. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Religion doesn't always have the best reputation when it comes to, to women. Or uh, body image. Or body image. And and how do you how do you feel responsible in doing your part to change that? Well, it's it is you know, there's a great passage in the Psalms that says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, and I try and remember that when I see everybody that, you know, that even if I struggle to see it, there is a divine spark in absolutely everybody. We're created in the divine image, you know. Um, and so I genuinely believe that God is reflected in every single person that I meet. Sometimes you have to fight to see that and that's not a physical thing. Yes. Sometimes people are horrible and you think, I will find a divine spark in there's you. There's a lot of cunts out there, let's just say. <laughs> there's a lot of layers to go through with some people. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's it's that whole um, you know that in the Bible a lot of the time women are uh, you know it's, it's the virgin or the whore metaphor. You you can't you're either that's that's the two things. It's very polarized. There's also the thing about physical beauty as being a gift from God, and that if you're beautiful, then you are more blessed than someone who isn't. And I don't all agree this with that. God, I'm very sorry. Sort of nonsense. Well, <laughs> I I don't think God agrees with it either because yeah. the other thing we have to remember is that all that narrative, all that scripture is framed in patriarchy. Mm. Um, and so we we have to cut through the layers again to find the true message in there, which is that you are loved and valued mm. and you are important. And that's actually a central message. And if we look at some of the stuff that Jesus did with women, women that nobody, that other people would have nothing else to do with. So the woman who was uh, having a menstrual bleeding, the menopausal bleedings and all sorts of stuff, women who were caught in adultery, uh, Jesus went to them and touched them. Now that don't sound like a big thing to us, a bloke reaching out and touching somebody, but that would have made him ritually unclean as a rabbi. By, all that sort of stuff and we we if we can read it through those 2000 years ago eyes it's revolutionary yeah. the fact that he even spoke to women the fact that he had women around him mary magdalene and uh, you know this this is this is revolutionary so you know jesus woohoo feminist Excellent. Smash the patriarchy. <laughs> We're getting it on a t-shirt. Sorry, listener. I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. The theology in five minutes. There we go. Feminist theology in five well, minutes. Well, let, let's just let walk outside of the church for okay. a second. Let's let's leave leave the vicarage and delve into a very cold river. Kate, what have you been doing in your spare time? I've been bitten by a cold water swimming bug recently. <gasps> I, I, though my mother worries that I will actually be bitten by a bug while I'm in that sea in that river. She worries. Uh, she, she worries. She whittles, <laughs> our Margaret. I'll tell you, she whittles like nobody. 
nobody's business. Um, yeah, I did a swim for children in need back in November, and to get myself ready for that, I started going to an outdoor swim club. But I've always swum in rivers and lakes, and I, but only paddled and got and had a little pootle about in the, when it's hot in the summer. Yes, above um, twenty five degrees. Yeah, thank you very much. And I started getting in in September, and I haven't stopped yet. And wow. I'm on two swims a day at the moment. Shut up. I went in twice yesterday. Went in twice on Monday. Going to get going in twice tonight. I've got two swims tonight. Two swims tomorrow. So yeah, it's cra- it's crazy. Um, and you know you've got it bad when you get when you get take the temperature gauge out and it's above five degrees and you're a little bit disappointed. You go, oh no, it's warm. <laughs> five point six. Fucking mental. It's bloody freezing. Bloody freezing. And, um, yeah. So tap water that comes out of your tap is about twelve degrees. Um, and I I swam last uh, two weeks ago when they had that bad frost, like, well, the coldest day of the year thing. Mm. Um, and he went, oh goody. <laughs> That's mental, isn't it? That's, I need help. I need help. And we walked. God, we walked, are you listening? I know, right? We walked through the woman. we walked through the snow together. Me and these two women that I've met swimming. Because that's the other thing. And you know, women and swimming rhymes, which makes me in- incredibly happy. We walked through the snow together and got to this lake, and it was it was sort of eight inches thick with ice. Uh, fortunately, one of us had brought hammers with her, so we smashed the ice and got in, and it was minus. Two, it was freezing around us. Minus two in the water there. It's like Shackleton. It was unbelievable. <laughs> and do you know what? I felt rock hard. Did I you? Like, I am a woman, baby. I have birthed humans. I have fed them with my my breasts and I swim in ice water. <laughs> I, I can smash the patriarchy. And is, is this like a high, like nothing else? Because that must. Oh, you're basically crazy. addicted, aren't you? Well, it's flight or fight stuff. So the theory is, is that when you get into cold water, everything in your body is telling you to get out, and it's about controlling your breathing in that moment. It's about overcoming that fear, and then when you're in the Costa Coffee queue and someone cuts in front of you, you don't get as stressed because you've dealt with that stress. So you wow. gives you techniques to just kind of. Uh, my mental out. health has been the best it's been for the last fifteen years. It's mm. just sensational, um, and also you see the best of people. Because I, I have to say, you know, you know, I, l- I love the chaps and all that, but it's mostly women that are swimming in yeah. the cold water apart it's from the big triathletes big, in the, yeah. it's become a big thing it's it? huge yeah. um, a bit like my backside getting changed on the side of the river but, stop um, it I know, stop I know, it but leave it marvellous <laughs> um, so we the other thing is, is there are no changing rooms at the side of the river in a lake there is not a changing room so you no have to boost. get changed and it's freezing so you can't mess about there's none of this demure under a towel nonsense ooh, ooh, hold this round while I get changed <laughs> not that you get your kit off and you get changed um, there's a white van driver that drives past every morning at half seven when we swim and oh, Morning, ladies. If he times it right, he gets just the right amount of an eyeful to set him up for work. Um, we don't know his name. We're hoping he'll stop one day for a conversation. You, but um, you know, there's there can be no there can be no, no sentimentality. There yeah. can be no prissiness. No airs uh, and graces. No, absolutely none at all. You know, and I remember one of my first sub five swims. So one of my first swims below five degrees, um, and I got out. My hands had stopped working, so I couldn't actually get myself dressed. So all of a sudden, five people magically appeared at my swimming club <laughs> and just just stripped me down. And it was like I haven't had anyone wipe under my boobs like that since I was breastfeeding. You know, just kind of lifting them up and giving a good towel underneath. No fuss, no nonsense. No fuss, no nonsense. We're, all, we're just meeting just bones. Bodies. Yeah, we're exactly. just bodies. And is that is that 
do you love your body a bit more? I know you should have sort of... Yeah, and I'm amazed at my body. I mean, what what I've learned about myself in the last few years is I walked the Camino through northern Spain, so I walked through the Pyrenees, 150 miles through northern Spain. I walked that um, for telly. I don't do anything unless it's for telly, obviously. I mean, I'm a if the show, price is right, listen. Showbiz <laughs> tart, that's what I am. So I walked the Camino, that was 150 miles. This cold water swimming, I've grown two humans in my body, uh, got them out and kept them alive just by the power of my breasts for six months. You know, um, it, it, this is amazing stuff. And so when I start, because the, it, we think that body, body positivity is just, it just as easy as going, well, I'm going to feel good about my body today. It, you have to say it to yourself every single minute of every single day. And the minute that loud voice that you've been hearing for the last 43 years, 44 next week, happy birthday to me, um, <laughs> That voice is very loud and ingrained, and so you have to practice, just like getting in the cold water, you have to practice that motion of saying, no, I will not say that. I will not say that about my body. I will keep body as body positive as I can. Now, don't, don't get me wrong, In the middle, at the moment, I'm in the middle of a healthy eating thing. I'm trying to get a bit of timber off, um, you know? So it's not that I suddenly go, oh, I'm going to embrace being, I don't, I don't want to be as big as I am at the moment. I'd quite like to, but that's not about, Hating yourself. It's, no, and it's also not about how I look. I'm not as shallow to think. I look great at a size 20. I look great at a size 12. I've been both in the last five years. Um, it, it's nothing to do with that. It's like, I'd like my knees to hurt a little bit less. I'd like to reduce my risk of heart attack so that I can swim more. That's and dance at, dance at my you know dance at my kids' twenty first birthday parties and thirtieth birthday parties and hopefully fortieth birthday parties. Yeah, that's what I want to happen. You're doing your body a lovely favour. Yeah, yeah. Nice so it's, and you know that's one of the things that really upset me. I remember a few years ago I lost um, I lost about four and a half stone. Um, and I didn't post anything on social media about it. So none of these, because I mute people. I mute people who post those things, their trousers like this. I go, so I didn't post anything. And then I was invited down to the House of Parliament for a chat um, with um, some women down there who wanted to talk about faith. So it was really, really exciting. Uh, Yvette Cooper was there, was one that I really like. I love her I love so her so hard. much. Exactly, exactly. Just with all my body, so I, I love Yvette. I posted a picture on Facebook, and I posted a picture for a year. I posted a picture on Facebook of me and Yvette Cooper stood next to each other. Now, the previous picture I'd posted, I was a size 20. This one, I was a size 12. Every single comment below that photograph was a comment about how much weight I'd lost. Not that I was stood next to this amazing politician yeah. who is pioneering women's voices in the corridors of power. Every single one said, how much weight you lost now you've done it. Do you know what? The size of my backside is the least interesting thing about me. Yeah. It's extraordinary that what, what, what we're programmed to discover, what we're we all championed. We're all programmed to support it. We're all mm. programmed to prop up the patriarchy. We're all programmed to to shame each other. And it, enough. That's enough. it. Stop that shit. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's where's that soapbox? been amazing i want to talk to you forever but what we thought we'd do now because i feel okay. like we've we've smashed religion swimming big bottoms uh okay give I, us some quick fires some quick fires what makes you feel sexy kate botley uh, matching pants and bras yes if you can get a matchy matchy oh smashing oh. um what's your what's the most favorite thing you can put in your body what's your most favorite thing so whether it's drink keep or, it clean yes i mean <laughs> it's up to you i'm love. a clergy person I'm a, I'm a better, 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 better hello dog. graham better um <laughs> 
I don't call it great. Oh, no. Anyway, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Yeah, my favourite thing to put into the body, uh, f- just food. I just adore my dinners. Um, I love cooking. I, I was semi-finalist on MasterChef. Uh, oh, I forgot to say there that. We are. Um, Shit, yeah, I'm a any, bad interviewer. Uh, uh, the roast pork sandwiches, uh, hot roast pork sandwiches with crackle and apple sauce. Um, oh. and, but it changes all the time. You know, I have various things that I feel passionate about. And I will make and bake things like every day for a week or two two weeks and then the kids will go please please when I was on MasterChef the kids go please no more guinea fowl can we have fish fingers you know that kind of thing <laughs> mum I don't want but a, just food. a foam Any food. or a smear anymore I love my... it yeah now what's your most embarrassing body moment what 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 have you had a, a moment where <sighs> like a, a boobs fallen out well it's, it's a, a really sad one it's a really sad one actually when I was at school and I was about 13 there was a, a boy in our class and we didn't have school uniform in my school um no so I've never done that and I had elastic catered waist trousers on in maths and the teacher went out of the room and the guy came up behind me this lad my age came up behind me and pulled my trousers down and my knickers came down with them and I stood in the middle of that room uh, with nothing on my bottom half with the whole class just laughing and looking at me and it was horrible so that was the worst most embarrassing and it's not a funny story it was just awful and the guy managed to talk me out of going and telling on him I don't know how he did it he tried to friend me on Facebook the other day, and I went, "No, I am, I am into forgiveness and, and reconciliation, but no, I never forgive you. Not you. <laughs> uh, what is the best and worst thing people have said to you about your body, or either? Uh, best well, or when worst. you're on telly, people obviously telly adds two stone. It also adds thirty-five miles north on your accent. I didn't realise I was that <laughs> northern. Um, so what happens is when people meet me they say things like you're not as fat as I thought you were in real life and you're like I am here I mean, I not had that. A heart made of stone. <laughs> oh, you're not as fat in real life, are you? I've had that. That gets said to me almost on a weekly basis. So yeah, you're, you're not as fat in real life, uh, aren't you? Sure, those kind of things. Um, and then just, uh, I remember, I remember someone who I'd never, never met before. Someone recognised me after telling me, "You're really beautiful, aren't you?" And I was like, "Oh my word! Oh my word!" And they weren't coming on to me or anything. <laughs> it was just, like, just a lovely just, thing to just, say. You're really beautiful, aren't you? I was like, "Oh wow!" I, I didn't. I didn't know Thank that. Thank you. Thank That's you so much. That's a really kind thing to say. Oh, see, they're not all bad, are no, they? No, no, most people are great. Yeah, and The thing out. is, when they meet someone fa- famous, whatever that word means, I don't think it's that anyway, or whatever. Or they recognise Or they recognise off the telly. You, your mouth opens before you know what you're doing. Oh, God, yes. You know, I'm, I saw Olivia Coleman eating a fried egg in a restaurant the other day, and I went, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, what am I doing? Stop. And my brain's going, stop talking. <laughs> it's a fried egg. It's Do you Olivia like Coleman fried can... eggs? Well, of course you like fried eggs. She's having a fried egg. Oh, my God. Stupid, we... stupid vicar. <laughs> Did she, did she, was she, she was back? just charming. Oh. She was just charming. She said, Is, are you a real one? Like they all do. I, went, yeah, I am, actually. So if you need a few, you know, just have a word. What? Stop talking. <laughs> now, we've got a couple of final little segments, okay, and cool. then I will let you go back Great. to your cold river. She <laughs> can't wait to get back. I love my cold river. Oh, my love. Fat facts. Now, I've got a segment that I like to call Fat Facts. So I'm going to share with you a 
fact about your body, and I'm going to see if you believe this or not. Did you know that your clitoris keeps growing throughout your lifetime? I did not know that. That's amazing. I know. And apparently by the time you hit the menopause when you're older, your clitoris is two and a half times bigger than it was when you were young. We're going to get massive, massive little love buttons down there. And the only thing they're for yeah. is for pleasure, isn't it? Exactly. They have no medical function. So apparently the older we get, the, the better the tingle. Oh, that's like a little payoff for the isn't menopause. It? I know. I love it. It's like, Literally. here's your... You see, that makes me believe in a benevolent God. Exactly. Here's the menopause, but... Here's a bigger clitoris. Giant, giant <laughs> clitoris. Anyway, I love that fact. I mean, I, I've been going through lots of different facts, and I was like, "This is the one it's for great. Kate." I love that. <laughs> You'll take Why that. Why would you love that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop that into conversation. Yeah. Did you know, Bishop? <laughs> Sorry, your ears get bigger, your nose get bigger. <laughs> well, men's um, ears and noses get bigger, don't they? Yeah. Is that our version? Yeah. I exactly. think we win. I think so. I think we win. <laughs> Hall of Fat Fame. If we had a Hall of Fat Fame or a Hall of Fame, who would you put in it as your body inspiration? I really, ad- I mean, obviously, I really admire Dawn French. And what I really admire about Dawn is she lost quite a lot of weight a few years ago for surgery mm. um, and didn't speak about it. And she must have been offered so much money for magazine stories and book stories and, and just just would not have any of it. Um, so I really like that. And basically, I think the BAFTA should go to Holly Willoughby's backside. She has got a great backside, hasn't she? she? It's lovely. Like, like, junk, like in the, when she was in the jungle, me and my husband kept going, oh, look at that. It's oh, lovely, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so, um, so, uh, Dawn, Dawn, for her integrity about her weight, in mm. that she has never... She could make a lot of money, couldn't she? Yeah. Talk, doing weight loss or doing, you know, and she's never gone down that route. And I really admire her for that. Yeah. And we love her at any size. Yeah, and yeah she's absolutely. Just, and she's always loved herself. I remember reading her autobiography and she said her father always said, you're beautiful. And yeah. she's just carried that. Yeah, and yeah. you just think what amazing power of words that she's carried from... So it's a, really, it's a really obvious one. but um, And then all the other people that I mentioned, people like Tess Holliday and um, um, Brownie Gordon. And also Ginger Minj from RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh. All, all the fat drag queens are all my are body inspiration. Are you excited about the upcoming... Just do not even get me started. Right? <laughs> Why you would judge Kate? Oh, don't even Made get an I, error. Don't even, I do it for nothing. Oh, well, I do yeah. it for nothing. Absolute, I pay them. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, all, and, and I think all that community as well, the drag community, you know, especially the bigger drag queens, they've got this attitude that is just give me some of that I'll give, I'll, yeah. where can I buy bottle that bottle that yeah. you know it's great stuff Batspiration what what is your mantra or what are what's a phrase or words that you live by Kate Oh, lots of things. My granny, who lived to 102, used to go. You'd go to her. You never know, do you? And she'd go, No, you never know till you take the barrow back. I've no idea what, what it means. No one knows what it means. She didn't know what it meant, but I quite like that. No, I also like if that's the worst thing that happens today, then it's still a good day. So you know, when you, you I, I come in here, I got off the train and managed to split my dress all the way up the back. So I was sat in Radio 2 this morning, sewing my dress in just my Mac, and I said to myself, if This is the worst thing that happens today. It's still a great day. Um, and then, of course, RuPaul's Drag Race. If you don't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen or can I? Amen. Amen. <laughs> Peace be with you, Kate and Botley. And also with you. Oh, wonderful. Thank you, listener, for joining us uh, today. Uh, Kate Botley, you are a true treasure. Thank you very much. And also with you. Uh, <laughs> Again. Again. Uh, where can people follow you, find you? Oh, on? all over. I'm, I mean, I'm like I'm like dust. I get where dust can't. Um, Twitter, at Rev Kate Botley. Instagram, at Rev, Kate, at Rev Kate Botley. And Sunday morning, 6 till 9 on BBC Radio 2. Excellent news. Uh, well, thank you, producer Maddie. Uh, the music you've been listening to is by John Thorne. Yes, that is my brother. Uh, you've been listening to Fat Lot of Good Podcasts. Uh, please rate, review and subscribe. I've been Hella Thorne. Goodbye. Bye.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.